Hello, and welcome to the Rebel Soul Podcast, where we discuss integration of body, mind, spirit, and how to show up in alignment with our authentic selves. I'm your host, Suzanne Venus, and I want to welcome you to this space. In today's episode, I really wanted to discuss how spirituality is becoming more prevalent, more accepted, and more available, and how the shift is moving from a hierarchical based spirituality to one that is more grounded. And I believe it's rooted in a balance of masculine and feminine energies. And some of you have a lot of experience with the masculine feminine energies and what that really means when they're in their unhealed state and when they are in their uh, sacred state. Um, But some of you don't. And so I want to touch base a little bit on that. So a few years back, um, it was shortly after I had gone through all of my illnesses and surgeries and recovery, and I was pretty deep in the spiritual stuff and going to retreats and doing moon things and all the things, but part of it really just didn't resonate with me. Um, Often in the spiritual community or the ones that I had been exposed to, there were a lot of gurus or teachers, and you'll see this in yoga practice, um, and where you place certain people on a pedestal, that they are higher than, that they've somehow transcended something more than you or me or your average Joe. And to me, it really struck a nerve or a chord, I guess. Um, I grew up in a very Roman Catholic household. Um, Religion is not the same as spirituality. However, that religion just really did not resonate with me. Um, My last year of high school, I got into some conflict with my parents and started butting heads about attending church, although it was something that um, my parents made me do. And in our community, we had a church service Sunday morning, as well as Saturday evening. And my dad would say to me, if you're not going to go Sunday morning, then you have to go Sunday or Saturday night. And so I had gone a couple of times and then I realized that I could, because I always had to bring this church bulletin with me, I realized that I could just sneak in early saying I, I was going to meet friends and then I was going to go to church and then I was going to go to whatever party I was going to for the evening. Um, so I did. I stuck, I went into the church early and I grabbed one of the bulletins. So it's just like a pamphlet leaflet to show the proof that I had attended church and would leave. So there were parts of church basically that told you what to do. It was, it's based on hierarchy. It's an institution. I mean, we're looking at in Canada right now, the implications of church as part of state and, and things that have happened with our indigenous peoples. And I don't know, just growing up, it never did resonate with me. It put a lot of blame and shame instead of being an opening and welcoming place. So for me, it it never felt rooted in anything um, that sparked my own growth. It was just adhering to another set of rules or codes um, to follow along and to, you know, that if you acted a certain way, then you got acceptance instead of having the acceptance all around. So once I kind of went in this route of uncovering or going through my own kind of spiritual awakening or the biggest massive one and going down all these routes, I just found that a lot of these 
retreats. A lot of the people that were doing the work um, and teaching, it, it was from a very hierarchical hierarchical place as well. And it really triggered a lot of that unsettledness that I had with religion. And so I came across this book called Grounded Spirituality by Jeff Brown. I highly recommend reading. It, it's a little complex and it takes time to delve through, but it really brings the awareness that through the spiritual awakening process, as we become more aware of our higher consciousness, that it is not about transcending being human at all. It is not about getting to this place where you're looking at people who haven't gone through their spiritual awakening and thinking that they're somehow less than. It's reintegrating and fully expressing yourself as human. And so that was one of the bigger takeaways and something that through my own personal belief and work that I have done, it's always about grounding and rooting into my humanness. I've spoken before about some of my esoteric or really out there um, aspects that have opened up since I tuned into my own spiritual well-being. Um, some of them have been a couple of out-of-body experiences where my soul left my body and I had that feeling of paralysis where I could witness and it was like I was communicating with my mind while I was out of my body witnessing my body. I had that episode happen twice. Uh, one of them happened on the surgery table when I was having um, the melanoma that was in my abdomen cut out. Um, I didn't take to the freezing and there was a surgeon as well as I think four medical students and a nurse. And I was listening with my headphones to some meditative music and closing my eyes. Um, but I felt every cut and pull of the scalpel. I felt the sutures as they were moving. Um, and this piece on my abdomen about three, three inches wide in the shape of an eye because uh, they had to cut, you know, certain margins around and they had to go deeper. And because I don't have a lot of fat on my abdomen, it, it did cut into some of my muscle and then stitching it up. But what had happened was um, I went out of my body and I was witnessing what was happening in that moment while simultaneously witnessing a past life moment where I was on a stone table in, I don't know what century, maybe 14, 1500s, I'm not sure. But this version of me was being tortured alive and her abdomen was being sliced open. So I was having these two parallel experiences that I was witnessing while out of my body. And so I had much healing to do from this. The nurse thankfully asked if I was feeling everything because I think I was wincing. Um, I didn't open my mouth because I was gagged in the past life experience and so couldn't open my mouth to scream. But I was also scared in this lifetime of opening my mouth that the tears would come and I couldn't control them. And so I just shut my mouth and didn't say anything until she recognized that I was in pain and um, topped up my um, freezing, at which point I came back into my body. So those two out-of-body experiences have happened. I've had a lot of astral travel where 
those who will recognize this when you're dreaming, you are either a participant in your dreams and that's your subconscious working out a lot of the details or you are viewing everything that is happening. And that's kind of when you're astral traveling, you're, you're kind of going from place to place, remote viewing, seeing what's going on. Um, it just is what it is. And then my other big one that has happened is light language, where I've had channeled messages from intergalactic beings. You believe me, don't believe me, don't give a shit. Um, you know, asked to see my video as, as I first started or the first transmission of light language communication, which is um, sounds, body movements, hand movements and gestures um, that is just very ancient and galactic. And since then, I've had communication that has channeled through me through other places and realms. Um, but who cares? Right? So the whole point of all of these things has been a reminder for me to come home and fully be me as I am meant to be, as I am meant to show up in this lifetime. It has never been about transcending the human experience. And so for those seekers who are going out and learning, I really urge you to move to the teachers or the healers or the light workers or the energy workers, whatever the fuck you want to call them, um, as people who are there to help inspire and empower you to opening up and un unlocking your own gifts so that you can navigate through um, with your own awareness. And the people that do this best, I find, are those who recognize that it's not about transcendence. They are no, they are not on a pedestal because they've done all this work. They're just here to meet you where you're at and they have love and acceptance of everyone where they're at while fully embracing their humanness. And the only way that we can get there is through a balance of our feminine and masculine energies. And I think through the spiritual community, there has often been this, the divine feminine and the goddess archetype and moving into all of these aspects of the feminine self, which is wonderful and fine, but we need a balance of both the feminine and masculine. And when women often are those that are going through this spiritual work and sometimes they want to drag the men in their lives with them, um, it's, it's off-putting to be with a woman who is so far into the feminine that she doesn't have that, that masculine energy to be that safe person. And so what I've recognized is something in myself is that I have a very strong balance of masculine and feminine energies, which makes it safe for my clients, uh, both male and female. And I really feel that with the last shift of what's happened through this pandemic, this opening up, this awareness, more people are open to talking about parts of themselves that perhaps they haven't spoken about before, their shadow aspects of self with the right people. And you have to have a sound head on your shoulders as well as being very in tune and in flow to help draw this out of, especially the men in this world. And so before I do that, I wanted to talk about um, feminine aspect, 
feminine and masculine aspects of self. So regardless of how we identify um, in our sexuality, we all hold feminine and masculine energies. In yoga teacher training, we learned that the left side of the body is the feminine side of the body. The right side of the body is the masculine side of the body. Often when I work with clients, I'll notice a pattern of injuries that tend to happen on one side of the body or the other, which often signify an imbalance of these feminine or masculine energies. And I just wanted to talk about um, the unbalanced energies of both the masculine and the feminine. So the unbalanced feminine shows up as depressed, needy, codependent, overly sensitive, wallowing in self-pity, bitterness, self-doubt, victimization. They're the people pleaser, the good girl. They have very low self-esteem. They're dependent on others and unable to stand on their own two feet. They're always reliant on someone else to come and be their savior. The unbalanced feminine feels the need to gossip. She, she or he is very resentful. They don't want to be happy. It's easier to be the martyr and wallow in their own self-pity. They can be selfish. Perhaps it's hard for them to be accepting of other people's happiness because it triggers this um, competition within them and this sense of lack within them. They can be manipulative, scheming, spiteful, unable to express their needs, insecure, and put everyone else's needs before their own. They have zero boundaries. And they compare themselves to other, that comparison game. They can't stay in their own lane. That's the unbalanced feminine, which you can see in people who identify as both female and male. Conversely to that, you know, the right side of the body, where, which holds the masculine energy, an unbalanced masculine tends to destroy or self-sabotage everything in their path. They're ruthless. They don't think of anyone but themselves. They think that the end justifies the means. They can be forceful, egotistic. They see themselves as separate. They're arrogant, disconnected, um, aggressive. Frustration comes out of this um, rage, deceit. They feel easily threatened by others when they're in their unbalanced masculine. They can be cowardly and very headstrong. So all of these aspects are the unbalanced of both the feminine and masculine. And so when I see injuries, um, pains that are happening on one side of the body or the other, they often signify to me an area where that person is holding the unbalanced energy of the masculine or feminine energy. When the masculine and feminine energy is healed, and I speak as someone who is very much in their unhealed masculine and some of the unhealed feminine for quite a while. Um, I depleted myself completely until I had to go and reframe everything. But some of the aspects that come out of being in the balanced masculine are that they are strong, protective, they are supportive and present, they are proactive, they are powerful, they're they have the ability to provide. They feel confident. They're very much in their physical self. 
they're courageous and passionate, they're able to be supported by the feminine and able to surrender and be held by the feminine. They love unconditionally and they're in touch with their feelings without letting their feelings consume or control them. They are not threatened by others. And so this really denotes a sense of self, having an acceptance and knowing the self, being aware of the feelings, not feeling threatened by their feelings or by others, being able to be that strong, safe support for others. And the sacred or balanced feminine is compassionate. She's wise. She's in touch with her ability to heal. This, the balanced feminine is connected to nature and the seasons. If she is a woman, she's connected to her menstrual cycle and works with the ebbs and flows within that cycle. They're protective of the planet and children. They're sexual and in tune with their own sexuality and not embarrassed by it or shameful by it. They know their power. They're intuitive. They move with the flow. They're empathetic, passionate, creative. Abundance comes to them. They are truth seeker and truth speakers when you are in that balanced feminine. They're able to be supported by others and they're adored by the masculine. The, the balance of the sacred or healed, whatever you want to call it, masculine and feminine creates a safe container for healing, for growth, for spiritual wisdom and learning. And I really feel that those of us who are in this place and space of helping others along the path really need to work to stay in the balanced and healed feminine and masculine aspects of ourselves, so that we can really show up as that safe and wise container to be the support to others. And not to toot my own horn, but I'm going to fucking toot my own horn. I know that this is where I lie. And I know it's because I come from this very grounded space. I am not in any way trying to transcend my human experience if anything, all of my wow, wild and amazing spiritual experiences that I've had have been in grounding me back into my purpose to be that safe container, to be that wise and compassionate container, to have my creativity ebb and flow, to inspire passion in myself and others so that they can recognize that within themselves. And that's the wave of the new healing, the new light worker, the new spirituality is this grounded, balanced force to hold and support those on their path. As always, it's my pleasure to chat with you. And if you would like to work with me, you can check out my website or my Instagram or my online school. My pleasure. I hope to chat soon with you. Bye for now.